obedience 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 to master the art of obedience one must be submissive submission is where the order is and that's where the the um, obedience comes from you cannot be submissive and be disobedient in order for you to master obedience you must be submissive and subjective that's how you master the art of being obedient submissive and subjective people are the most obedient ones but they are the ones who live with inheritance because you cannot be submissive and subjective and not be in inheritance you will have inheritance from what you submit to therefore those who are submissive and subjective are the most obedient ones in the earth those ones you can trust but the unsubmissive and the unsubjective ones they are not as obedient so to conclude this to master the art of obedience submission and subjectiveness is where it is you guys have yourself a wonderful day this is Zaikan welcome back guys this is Zaikan is okay on Andre McLeod um welcome back to another uh, podcast series of uh, Q&As in um session today we will be talking about um who do you speak for and how to identify who do you speak for and how to rectify who do you speak for First off, we want to start off by understanding who do you belong to. When you identify who you belong to, you will understand who do you speak for. When you identify where your heart belongs to, you will understand who do you speak for. When you understand where does your mind belong to, you will understand who do you speak for. when you speak for something or someone remember your speech comes from your heart you can only speak what's inside of your heart and your mind or else you have nothing to say whatsoever is in your heart and your mind you will hear it out of your mouth whosoever is in your heart and in your mind you will hear it out of your mouth whatsoever you have in your heart you will hear it out of your mouth so the question before we started this session who do you speak for whatsoever you have in your heart in your mind or should i say whosoever your heart and mind belong to that is who you are speaking for no one is to be speaking through leadership that has been appointed by God and even men that God has appointed no one is to be speaking through them except our God except for our Lord and Savior except for our Lord of hosts 
Therefore, the leadership that God has appointed, their heart is to belong unto their Lord, so that the Lord may speak through them, and no one speaks through them. Leadership that doesn't have a pure, unadulterated word that comes from them can cause a problem in what they are responsible for. When a leader, or should I say leadership, words are pure and unadulterated, they fix problems. They don't cause problems. They fix the problem inside of the kingdom that they have been placed responsible to lead. No one is to be speaking through leadership or those who are appointed by leadership or those appointed to leadership are those who have been given leadership that has influence over people. This is what we call corruption. Corrupted. Leadership is not to be disrespected because it affects what they are leading. No leader is to be spoken through by any person through their mouth. This is what we call being used. They are not to be used by anyone, but by their Lord and Savior. And how do you know when you speak for a person, when you have them in your heart, and you speak, you sound like them? Or you have their mentality? The heart of the leadership or the person is to be connected to the heart of the Father. That is the Lord, the heart of the Lord. Any person whose heart is connected to the heart of the Lord shall speak for the Lord, and they shall bring correction, they shall bring discipline, they shall bring righteousness, and they shall bring everything that was not working back into its working state when they do it for the Lord. But their mind and their heart shall be connected to Him, surrendered to Him, that the Spirit of Him may sit in their heart and dwell in their heart and their mind. And God shall give them a new sound, and this sound that God shall give them is a new tone. It's almost like a microphone. Their voice changes to a microphone level. This is the inheritance that they walk in. So to conclude, who are you speaking for? Who is speaking through you? Who is giving you wisdom, knowledge, and understanding? Who is feeding you spiritually that you may reveal what is going on naturally by your speech? Identify who is speaking through you by who you belong to from your heart. Who does your mind and your heart belong to? As you identify that, then you will know who is using you or who is speaking through you or who is trying to sound like you or anything of that nature. Okay, guys, this is ICAM Israel Cleon Andre McLeod signing off on this teaching of who is speaking through you. You have a wonderful day. Bye now.
Welcome back. Don't. Uh, this is a continuation of the uh, prior episode that I did on doubt. Doubt is unbelief. Doubt is confusion. Doubt is disobedience. Doubt is insecurity. Doubt, when you doubt, you question. When you doubt, you have no love. Love believes all things. It does not doubt. Doubt is a killer. Doubt is dream killing. Doubt is vision killing. If you are to drive a car and doubt your direction or doubt the proximity of the turn when you have incoming traffic, if you are to doubt your turn and when you turn during incoming traffic, after you have doubted, you have delayed the time that you should have turned and you could have caused yourself to enter into an accident because you doubted the timing of your turn. Doubt is a killer. It kills dreams. It kills visions. Doubt, it kills um, plans. There was a prior message that I gave in this podcast to say, and I think I said run from people who doubt run away from them don't do nothing with people who doubt because they will kill your dream and your vision they will kill your witty idea by doubting it they will try to kill your understanding of what to do where to go and how to turn Run away from people who are doubting people, who are stubborn, that likes to doubt. The reason behind me speaking of this second message again, there has been doubt. God is not pleased with doubt. You don't please the Father with doubt. You don't cause His hand to move with doubt. You don't doubt God and expect God to perform a sign, a miracle, and a wonder. You don't doubt God and expect Him to bless you. You don't doubt God and expect Him to reward you. You don't doubt God and expect Him to save you. You don't doubt God and expect Him to give to you. It doesn't work like that. Believe, then it shall be given. You cannot give into what you don't believe in. Doubt has been the thing that has been hindering the blessing, the success, and the prosperity, and the progress of many who are in doubt. They're stagnant. They cannot move. They're insignificant because what they do is in vain. They doubt. Don't doubt God and expect Him to be with you in everything. You believe in God, and God is, is going to be with you. Doubt has caused many relationships to fail. Doubt has caused many financial release not to be released. Doubt has caused many business plans not to go into uh, production. Doubt has caused many people not to even come together or meet together. Doubt has caused people not to even want to talk to each other. Doubt is a killer. 
The enemy comes in to kill, steal, and destroy. Doubt is also to kill, steal, and destroy. Doubt does not come from love. If you live according to doubt, it will only take from you. It will not be added to you. This is ICAM with another message. This is the second um, episode of Doubt, second series. Stay tuned for uh, series three on Doubt. You guys have a wonderful day. Greetings, greetings, this is ICAM. Welcome back to um, my next session of this podcast. And I would like to talk about spiritual adultery. Spiritual adultery is the number one cause of natural adultery. How so? The spirit that is in you is the spirit that is using you. Watch this now. Um, the Holy Spirit is husband to the human body, to the temple. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God as well. That is husband unto your body. If there be another spirit that is not of that husband who miss God to your body, watch this now, is classified as spiritual adultery. That's number one. Number two, your heart. If your heart does not have the spirit of God, which is the Holy Ghost, what spirit is inside that heart? If the heart does not surrender itself unto his husband or her husband, which is the Holy Spirit, what spirit is inside that heart? If there's no spirit that is present in there, what is influencing the heart to have affection towards another person? For those who are led by the Spirit are called as sons and daughters of God. The Holy Spirit is the husband. What has replaced that husband to the temple? Now, before um, before I get a little deeper into this spiritual adultery, and as I'm talking to you here, more wisdom and knowledge is coming onto me, and I'm processing the wisdom and knowledge that is coming onto me. So I had to pause for a second. Spiritual adultery is the number one cause of natural adultery, and the, the reason behind that, the, the the human temple that is under any influence, other than the spirit of God. Is classified that they have been controlled and used and manipulated by that spirit. God does not manipulate you. He doesn't put his spirit in you to manipulate you. 
Manipulation is of the devil. That's not God. It is of the devil. God puts his spirit inside of you to use you for his glory, not to manipulate you. For those who are led, to be led is to be prompted and to be willing and obedient. When you allow, you have the choice to allow. When you allow the Holy Spirit to use you, you are classified under his influence. Therefore, you are husband. What is a husband's job? To lead you, to guide you, to protect you, to provide for you, right? That is what the Holy Spirit does to you. He comforts you. He puts you on the right path of light. And he reveals to you and talks to you. Right? What God wants to reveal and talk to you about. By the Spirit of God. Spiritual adultery, guys. What is spiritual adultery? Well, let's, before we can even talk about spiritual adultery, let us define the word adultery. Adultery is where, as you are married, and your heart have affection for somebody else other than who you are married to. Pay attention to what I'm saying here. That's the, that's the first level of adultery. When your heart has affection for someone else other than your spouse. That's number one. Number two, the act of adultery is when there's an act that takes place between two human temples after they have affection in their heart for each other other than your spouse. And this act is normally affection or intercourse that is an adult that is adultery now spiritual adultery is when you give your temple up to another spirit right other than the holy spirit whom is your husband woe unto the rebellious children isaiah chapter 30 Verse um, one or so. Yes, I think it's one, one or so. Woe unto the rebellious children who seek counsel, but not of my spirit. Whatsoever counsel that the human devil seeks when they enter into another world, which is the spiritual world, if that counsel does not come from the Father, the Father's Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. Who are they seeking counsel from? Watch this now. I'm going to expose something to get your attention. Heart mixture and heart sharing is not to be shared when you are not married unto the individual. Pay attention to what I'm saying here. When you go into a different world, which is a spiritual realm, and you seek counsel from another spirit that is not of God, God said in His Word, 
woe be unto them. Woe means trouble. Wait, I'm revealing something here. If the Spirit of God is not in the heart and the mind, who are they mixing their heart and mind with that caused them to, to um, be caught in the act of spiritual adultery? If the temple does not want to go into the wrong thing, then it's under an influence of what? Righteousness. Pay attention. If the temple wants to go do the wrong thing, then the temple is under some form of influence that is what? what? Unrighteous. Can the Holy Spirit, whom is husband, that is God, lead your temple to go do the wrong thing? No. The Holy Spirit doesn't produce unrighteousness. It produces righteousness. The fruit of the Spirit doesn't speak of unrighteousness. It is righteousness. Spiritual adultery is when your temple has been given up to another person, another spirit. Other than the Holy Ghost, other than the Lord of hosts, whom is thy husband, the number one cause of adultery is spiritual adultery. Check yourself, guys. Check yourself. Who am I under the influence of? Who is using me? Who is in me? Who does my heart belong to? Who does my mind belong to? Who? Who is using my mouth? Who does my mouth belong to? Spiritual adultery. That's what's been going on. Because their heart does not belong unto him. Therefore I, I say to you. Surrender your heart unto the Lord again. Okay. It's like I'm signing out. Bye. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. This is Izzo Cleon on German Club. Thank you guys for um, being with me in my podcast. Uh, thank you for um, your love and your support. If you would like to show some love and support uh, to hear some more of this great podcast and teaching, you can donate to paypal.me forward slash kingdom ministry int, uh, paypal.me the reign of Cleon, cash dot me uh, the reign of Cleon and cash dot me is Cleon McLeod you can also um, meet me at Venmo that's also another um, outlet that you can uh, show your love and your support for this new brand spanking new beginning that has become um, a new foundation in this uh, in this earth thank you for in advance for your love and your support and I bless you in advance You have yourself a wonderful day.